Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Nathan Brown Show, live from Walk-Ons, Sports Bistro in Conway on 106.7 Buzz 2. Bears looking to double pass here. Kylan James with time, has an opportunity downfield, caught. Gerard Barnes is off to the races. 20, 10, 5. The Bears are the best in America at the running back pass for touchdowns. Over the next hour, Coach Brown and Bears broadcaster Justin Acri will recap previous games, highlight outstanding performances, and look ahead to what's next for Central Arkansas football. Returnable from the 17. Richmond across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. He's got one man to beat. He's down the sideline. He's into the end zone for the second time this year. The Nathan Brown Show is presented by Walk On Sports Bistro in Conway and broadcasted live at their location at 955 South Amity Road. And also brought to you in part by HD Roofing and Construction, Highland Dairy, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Moik's RV, and Fairfield Inn and Suites. They're going to bring some pressure, it looks like. They're going to hand it off the Bears, do off the right side. And there he goes. Hale of midfield, 40, 35, 30, slips a tackle, 25, 20, 10, 5, pylon, and yes, touchdown, Central Arkansas, Darius Hale. Now let's head to walk-ons and join Nathan Brown and Justin Acree. Looks like it could be go to the airtime, and it is. He does get good protection this time. Looks, nowhere to go, throws late. In the end zone, it is caught for a touchdown. Miles Butler for the third time this season. All right, that is the start, and the Bears end up rolling after uh, falling behind at the very beginning, knocking off Abilene Christian 52-17, to and it was a lot of fun over at Estes Stadium on Saturday, Coach Brown, and uh, congratulations. Your team is finally starting to get a little bit of love nationally. You guys sneak into the top 25 with a big, big opportunity this week at Southern Utah. Uh, good start, obviously, into conference play, too, so it ramps up the importance of that game as well. Yeah, it, I was actually talking about it today to a group that it just it's an odd feeling to be going to, you know, Southern Utah and playing a conference game. I mean, yeah. this is almost feel, has the feel of a, of a you know, a, a non, non-conference or a money game or something like that, so... Um, obviously, you're, 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 you know, you, you play to win every week, but the, the intensity is obviously always different in, in conference play. And, you know, Southern Utah is a good team, and they've, they've been battle-tested. I'm sure we'll talk about that more. But it's, uh, it's going to be a difficult trip, but hopefully we can ride the momentum of a great, great game last week and putting it all together, I thought, in all three phases, probably our most complete game to date this year. So uh, it's exciting, but, again, we got to stay hungry. we got to – look, the, 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 the key in the games like this and after a big win like that is are you improving off a win like that, not just not just off losses but off wins. Are we going to continue to improve? And that's what this week of practice is going to tell us. Well, uh, let's talk about some of the keys to the victory the other day. And, again, let's start with the atmosphere. I mean, it was a great crowd, I thought, on hand. And, again, I think everybody understood the importance of a, a good start. And, look, this is an Abilene Christian team that had a lot of success and had a lot of things to be concerned about coming in. Yeah. I mean, I, I was certainly – anticipating a bear win i thought you guys would find a way to get it done i did not expect a dominating performance like you guys got what concerned you the most about them coming into the game well i knew one if you looked at coach patterson's track record since he's been at abilene this is going into year two uh he only had four fcs losses um in his tenure there Mm -hmm. and all four were by seven points or less Um, so what does that tell me well they're a well-coached team you know they've been outgained you know they may have been outplayed 
but they always found a way to make a four-quarter game in those losses and, and obviously the wins. Um, so I knew it was going to be difficult. Uh, I knew it was going to take a great effort. I knew uh, we were going to have to be detailed and really, really, uh, you know, take advantage of being at home. And, and that's what we did. I mean, we won the turnover battle 2-0, to zero, uh, won the third down battle uh, percentage-wise, um, and really, really controlled the line of scrimmage. If you look at, the obviously, the rushing totals, that's going to win a lot of games. I mean, you, you don't anticipate being that lopsided, uh, but when you hold a team to, you know, 50 or less yards in the rushing game, and then obviously we rush for, I don't know, I don't even know the number, over 300 yards uh, on our side, you're going to win most games doing that. And then we were able to really roll it out at the end and, and, uh, you know, to beat a team like that that's that talented, look, they're big, they're strong. They're, you know, we're probably not going to play another team in our conference that looks like them. You know, EKU could look close to them just with some of their transfers. But, uh, man, they were transferred up, and they looked the part. And, and uh, you know, we just played good team ball to win that game. I thought, obviously, you know, it's interesting Coach Fodio's here tonight, and I don't want to suck up to him too much. But I will say the longer the first half went on, you guys seemed yeah. to kind of ramp up. And they seemed to, whether it was get tired or you guys, you know, obviously had more success as the half wore on. And then I saw the same thing in the second half. They, they came out ready to play. And then as the game wore on, you guys warmed down. Yeah, well, you know, and that's one thing I was most pleased about that maybe we've shown a mature maturity this year as opposed to maybe last year where we go down 7 nothing. Uh, we didn't get our, you know, we didn't get down. We just kept fighting. Uh, we take it down right down the score, make it 7-7. to Then they take it right back down and make it 10-7. So it looks like one of those nights where it's going to be okay. This may be a back-and-forth battle, and then our defense comes up with a huge, probably the game, uh, uh, play of the game. Uh, Buck Cobb gets the ball out of the hands of the quarterback. It rolls in the end zone, and Jake Goldday goes and makes a great play, uh, securing a touchdown to make it 14-10. And then they go on a stretch there of, I think, nine straight punts or eight straight punts. And so, and then offense got, we you know, we kind of got our feet under us and, 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 and made plays. And so uh, that was good because there was adversity at the beginning, and our guys figured out, uh, you know what they were doing. Coach Stacks got our defense together. We, we, you know, from then on, I think we held them to close, like, right around 100 yards the last three quarters. And uh, so to be able to do that, uh, and then our offense really steamroll. Uh, you know, our success throughout the last three quarters was huge to see. He just called uh, Mr. Cobbs Buck. Yeah, that's his name. He doesn't, he doesn't like Gorius. He doesn't like going by that. <laughs> we like one syllable words at all. I like it too. It's easier. Yeah, I'm gonna start using that. Steve-O, you got that? It's Buck from now on but Cobb. we got shundy you gotta tell me how you guys came up with kp for kylan james yeah that's a that's an old that's an old kid deal high school deal okay so they're just stuck with it i figure his middle name was like phineas or something <laughs> i don't know okay um all right so let's talk about uh we got justin larry here tonight offensive line oh man incredible the other night and and again 380 yards on the ground and all um and we're also going to talk to trey green who uh is one of your thumpers on the back end doing a great job so far this year, but um, and obviously, Shandari Powell is going to get a lot of the attention and should back to back 200 yard game, sixth of his career, second time here. Uh, named the offensive player of the week in the league and also got some love from FedEx, the FedEx Ground FCS National Offensive Player of the Week. But again, it all starts up front. And again, Kylan James had a lot of success, Darius Hale got a rushing touchdown. You guys protected well all night. The offensive line, certainly the unsung heroes here. Did you say six 200-yard game? In his career, yes. That's unreal. It is insane. And two in, really, two in two weeks. Yeah. That's, that's unreal. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't be more pleased with the way our offensive line is playing. I, I don't think they got enough credit, you know, at Oklahoma State and North Dakota State. I mean, they've controlled, you know, they've controlled the line of scrimmage. And if you watch those games against those big teams like that, uh, you know, we've done a great job of really, you know, controlling line of scrimmage, moving the ball, 
uh, protecting Will. The other night we gave up no sacks. Uh, man, they're just they're just playing confident, and and what we're doing is we're when you when you're winning the rushing attack, you're going to win a lot of games. Our offensive line knows that. Obviously, the backs having some success, they get us out of some mess having the talented backs we have. But man, those guys are opening holes, and it starts with you know a left tackle like Justin Larry. I mean, he's been doing it for a long time here. Um, but man, it's it's Jamal Mole, it's Josh George, it's uh it's BK Collier, you know Will Diggins. I mean, you put you get behind Will and Justin Larry on that left side. Uh, usually that, that, that side of the line of scrimmage is going to be moved. So uh, those guys are going to have to continue to be big. And, I, it, you know, this week's a challenge. And it, it, we're playing a different type of style defense this week, a little more twitchy, a little more, little more movement. Uh, but, but what I was excited about was we played a defensive line in Abilene that's going to, you know, one of the larger teams we'll see all year. And, and uh, those guys leaned on them, and, and, and we were able to control it all night. Um, also wanted to mention, too, you know, this Southern Utah team, and, again, we're going to heap a lot of praise on them leading into this game, and appropriately so. A, it's a tough trip. B, you're going to be playing at the highest altitude that this yep. program has ever played at, at least in the Division One era. I don't know all the Division Two matchups over the years, but I'm guessing it probably is. And then they're battle-tested at Arizona State, played them to within three. They played at BYU, and they played them tough. Played yeah, them tough. and then they played UC Davis, which is a nationally ranked Top team. Top 15 team. Yeah, so, I mean, this is a team that obviously is, uh, has been battle-tested just like you guys have. Yeah, if you look at the Massey ratings, which I look at that probably as much as anything, you know, as far as my research goes, uh, the Massey ratings is, you know, they really pay attention to, you know, matchups home and away, and, and they've got the sixth toughest schedule to this point in FCS football. Um, they are battle tested. They played in tough environments. They're hard to beat at home. I mean, they, they proved that Saturday night against Western Illinois, getting their first win of the season against the Missouri Valley team, which the Missouri Valley Conference is good in itself. So uh, it's going to be a tough matchup. Could be a slugfest, obviously. Two defenses that are playing really well right now. As Coach mentioned, the Bears, 43 yards. That is a season low allowed for this year, and that includes the Texas College game. So a dominating performance and the rush defense for Central Arkansas on Saturday only allowed 232 yards in all. Remarkable performance. Need another one like that this week. We're going to talk to Trey Green. He'll be part of that defense this week when we come back. If you have a question or comment for the head bear, send Justin a message on Twitter at JustinAcre7. Now, back to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, 955 South Amity Road, on the Buzz Radio Network. They're going to motion a receiver across the formation on the right side. MacGyver looking that way, pressure coming, he gets hit, he's into the end zone, he's in a sack, the ball is out, and it will be a... Touchdown, Central Arkansas. The Bears cover it in the end zone. Abilene Christian had three shots at it, and they end up covering it in the end zone. It's Jake Golday for his first touchdown as a Central Arkansas Bear. All right, welcome back in here to walk-ons in Conway, and it's always good when the defense scores, Coach, and it's also, well, it's not too bad when you outrush your opponent by 340 yards or so either. So it was a pretty good Saturday for the guys in uh, purple and gray and, a dominating performance in that victory over Abilene Christian, 52-17. to 17. And certainly, uh, as we mentioned, made a statement. I saw a lot of uh, a lot of noise on FCS chat boards talking about the Bears and their performance. I think everybody was expecting kind of a tight game, and yeah. it didn't work out that way. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't – you obviously you go into every game wanting to win like that. You don't necessarily expect it. I think we talked about it, and you talked to our players about this. We knew if we played well, and I told them this, I said, we could roll this game out. 
um, you know, this was a game that we felt like if we played well, um, we could put ourselves in a position to really make a statement, and that's what our guys did. Well, let's talk to Trey Green here, uh, who was part of that defense. You guys were absolutely phenomenal, and, you know, you guys missed, you know, your fellow safeties for a game, and, and then I just thought everybody was on point. How would you feel going into the game? I felt good, real good. Um, we were just playing complimentary ball. You know, our coach always tells us, you know, put our, our egos to the side and, you know, just go play ball and, you know, make, make plays on the back end when it's our time. We know our guys are going to eat in the front. You guys, the guys are going to eat in the front. Hopefully they do that again this week. You guys were all over the place. I mean, the safeties were – there was one play during the game, and I'm like – where where's t-bird and then all of a sudden he's on the other side of the field and he's drilling some dude and chris because chris Kane's like there he is i'm like yeah so oh yeah we just got to recognize formations we had to do what we got to do yeah you all got shots i mean you had a good lick uh mm-hmm. cam had a couple of big hits and, and uh t-bird looked like he was back to full health again so yes sir, yes sir. so how'd you feel going i mean as far as the way things went did you guys see what you expected from them or was oh, yeah. it a little different yeah we was well prepped uh they took some plays from north dakota state and we saw we saw the unbalanced formations and they were trying to pick our brains and stuff but we was on top of it so they they come out and they drive it right down the field mm-hmm. and as coach mentioned they get another scoring drive early and then you guys were like i guess you can't have any more right what, what, did you guys make a big adjustment or yeah, what we happened just made one simple adjustment we just said we're gonna go man across the board and said we gotta get these boys locked up okay and then all the holes uh filled up with the uh, linemen and stuff we were good so when you again when you're on the back end and you know you've got all those filthy pass rushers up front I mean, that's got to give you guys a lot of confidence, right? Oh, a lot of confidence. Uh, my coach says, uh, Coach Scott, he always say um, the guy's going to get out of him, and then sooner or later the quarterback's going to start throwing that ball up. So we've got to start picking cherries. There's no doubt. Oh, yeah. So you were from Ashdown, right? Yes, sir. Started out at Arkansas State. Yes, sir. And what, what sort of led to your, your trip here? How did you end up down here? Uh, just, you know, had to make some adjustments in my life. And I, um, I, got, a, I got a friend, a teammate that plays here already, Demetrius Charles, our linebacker. And, you know, he, he recruited me here. So yeah. I said, yeah, I'm going to come on in. I'm going to come on with it. I'm so glad. Yes, sir. Well, so am I. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, it's funny. I was looking through the numbers. I think he's he's one of the four guys leading your team in tackles. 17, yep. I think, is the top number. we got four guys with 17. Him, David Walker, Golday got the touchdown, and then T-Bird. So uh, spreading the wealth a little bit there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. Um, I was looking into your history. You were a running back in high school. Yes, sir, I was. Did you play both ways? Yes, sir. At Ashdown? Uh-huh. Okay, so you're a pretty good running back. Yes, sir. I mean, you have some good numbers. Yeah, I, rec- I was recruited by Louisiana Tech and uh, Louisiana Monroe, but I-, I love stopping people. So So you prefer defense? Yes, sir. Okay. So give me, from a running back's perspective, what you face in practice and what other teams have to go against with the running backs here. Uh, what I face in practice, um, we-, we-, we stop them. We, 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 we don't have we, we stop them. Uh, and then they I guess they're, they're angry that Saturday comes and they do the thing. So, yeah, you know, we got to do what we got to do. You guys have the only defense in America that stops them, I think. <laughs> yes, that's, sir, that's, yes, impressive. that's good. Oh, we headbutt, though. We headbutt every practice. So Okay. Well, that's good, though. I would think how much do you guys go good on good? I mean, I know you're not probably tackling the ground during the week, but you guys go good on good some? Yeah, we, we started out, you know, good on good every uh, practice, you know, to get the blood flowing and stuff. And we, and we just come out firing. Yeah, I think it keeps you sharp. I mean, I, I know our players want to go good versus good as much as we can. Obviously, you gotta, you got you to gotta implement the scheme and see scout team and all that stuff on get prepared for what you're about to face. But I think keeping us sharp during, throughout the season is important. I mean, letting Trey go up against Gerard Barnes, letting mm-hmm. letting our, our front seven go against Darius Hale and Colin James and, and Shundee. And, and that's big because, yep. I mean, it keeps those guys those guys sharp. Iron sharpens iron. You know, it's funny. We've been talking about the three-headed monster running back all year. Now we're starting to about the three-headed monster receiver, and obviously Miles got a touchdown early. Gerard, we know what he does, after, having led the team last year, and Christian's back in form yep. after going through his little injury early in the season. Yes, That's a lot to deal with, right? I mean, those guys are a tough test too, I would think. Oh yeah, yeah, they're good. They do a good, they do a great job, and and I think I think what goes unnoticed a lot with just how well we're running the ball right now is is Will, the way yep. Will's playing. Yeah. He's playing sharp, man. 
Yeah, I mean, we almost don't talk about him. It's so. crazy. And it's no. funny because he said he has told us in the past, like, I don't want to be talked about. I'm just supposed to be delivering the mail. That's what oh, he talked about last he's year. He's definitely keeping his composure back there. I mean, he's getting it out, spewing it out to the receivers. Getting, he's re- making all his reads, doing good. How do you feel you were tested in the first, especially, I mean, obviously the two FBS games prior to playing this last weekend? What was the Oklahoma State experience like and then North Dakota State? If you want me to be completely honest, I feel like they didn't take another, enough shots at us. So, like, um, whenever we came into this game, we saw that they had two receivers on the outside, and, you know, we, we have to do what to do, lock up. How important is, is film study for you? Oh, it's very important. We just we had film study today. It's yeah. very important. We got to see all the keys, all the checks, and all that. So we got to stay disciplined in the back end. What do you do, like, leading up to? And you're going to have a three, three-and-a-half-hour flight. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do? Are you doing work on the plane? Are you trying to relax on the plane? What, what, what's oh, going on? We got tests. We got meetings. We got everything, you know. They're making you guys go to school? No. I think you've been in school long. You've already graduated. You've talking about football tests. Yeah, yeah. we've got football tests. They give you, they give you tests. Yes. I'll be honest with you. This guy's probably mm-hmm. back there doing some type of meditation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably, if he had some room, he'd probably out. doing some yoga. Yeah. yeah. They mean, say, they tell, uh, so we're going to uh, Southern Utah uh, Friday. Uh, we go, we're leaving Friday. Right. So I'm going to hit a workout in the morning. But they tell us to get our sleep. But I can't. I can't. I just got to keep working. I would think hydration is a key, big key yeah. this week, right? That too. I got my hydration. I already started it today. Okay. Yep, yep. That's good. Um, so who has been uh, some of the matchups you faced that have been the toughest during your career? Uh, I want to say Calvin Austin, Jonathan Mingo, and um, DeAndre Swift and Kenny McIntosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you faced some pretty good dudes when you were up at A-State too, right? Yeah. Um, so how about this year? I mean, tell me about goals. And, and, again, you guys are changing conferences again. What did you guys talk about coming into the season as far as what you wanted to accomplish? Oh, win it outright, of course. You know, um, but uh, we got to stay focused on one game at a time. But, like, of course, winning it outright, we don't want no ties. I got we, you. We want to show everybody that we're the strength of the uh, UAC. Yeah. So. I saw a prediction today. Um, it's a, obviously way early in the year to be doing that. But they had Austin P representing the United. I didn't like mm. that at all. Okay. So we'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, how about Coach Stewart? Tell me about your, your new D.C. and how that uh, transition has worked. Oh, love him. God love him. He's straightforward. You know, he's old school. You know, Bend, bend your body, bend your body. That's all you hear at practice. You know, he he got a shirt that he wears every practice, never be soft. I've seen it. And, you know, he goes by, he lives by it. He wears it well. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was obviously uh, they spent a lot of money on that thing. It's very professionally done, there's no doubt. <laughs> yes, sir. Sharpie and a cutoff uh, sweatshirt. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. So are you excited about this? I mean, you guys have had some cool trips this year. I mean, obviously, you're out there to win a game. You probably don't care what you play in the parking lot. Right, but, right. But I mean, this is a pretty cool deal. I saw I saw a picture of the, the backdrop. It's kind of like Beautiful. Montana State, Coach. you got mountains in the background. You can be focused on the field, but I mean, this is kind of a cool, cool experience, right? No, it's definitely a cool experience. You know, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been everywhere, a lot of places, but um, Southern Utah, I've never been there in Utah, period. Yeah, but it's going to be a nice uh, atmosphere for sure. Have you been to Utah? I haven't. First okay. trip. All right, first trip. I've not spent a lot of time there. I've been through there, and that's a pretty part of the country. You drive a little bit out outside of there, you're going to see some a lot of red rock, yeah. a lot yeah. of uh, looks like Mars. Yep. Be cool. Uh, okay, give me a couple keys this week, Trey. We'll let you get out of here. Uh, recognize formations, um, great effort, and great tackle on the perimeter. Okay, is there somebody we're focused on? Anybody that uh, stood out on the tape study so far? Uh, they got a little speech to number eight, and uh, the quarterback, uh, he, he can get it to him, but um, we got to make him scramble. We got to make him scramble and okay. see what he can do. Well, that's not usually legs. good for quarterback's health <laughs> against your front, so yeah. we'll see how that goes this exactly. week. Well, good luck this week, yes, man. Sir. appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, that's Trey Green. Uh, Coach, you were talking about him before we came on the air. Uh, you love Trey and, again, his attitude. And sometimes, you know, with defensive backs, there's a lot of there's yeah. some roller coaster yeah. ride, but not so much with him. He's second to none when it comes to that. And I, I think you could poll our team, and, and I would bet that 100%, and I'm not saying that lightly, 100% of our team would say he's the most consistent, solid player, human 
person, man on the team. And then it's all work ethic, the, the, the way he approaches life. Um, you know, he's just, just, a, just a humble human being that truly attacks the day every single day like you want a student athlete to do it. And whatever he does in life after football, it's going to be nothing but success. Uh, he's why he, I'll tell you this. He's why you, you like going to work every morning because of guys like Trey Green. And it's no, there's no question about it. I can say that unequivocally. I mean, just, just a, a, an unbelievable young man. You guys are creating a lot of negative plays here early in the season, Coach, and, and I would expect a, a few more sacks before the, the year is over. But uh, 26 tackles for loss, and Southern Utah is right there with 27. You guys are top 25 in the FCS right now, allowing just over 300 yards a game. And in today's game, that's a pretty pretty, pretty impressive good. number. It's yeah. pretty good. And, and the sacks will come. I mean, look – I mean, if I was if I was scheming our defense, and and hopefully nobody's taking notes on this, but all you gotta do is watch film. I would and we I would try to get the ball to the quarterback's hands quick. And so you got Jessup, you got D Walk, you got Golday, you got some of those butt cobs coming off the edge. They're gonna they're gonna get the ball out of the quarterback's hands quick. And but but sooner or later we get them in third long situations. We'll get some sacks, and that's what we saw on, on last Saturday night. Southern Utah has given up exactly one sack this season in four games. Right. That's hard to believe. Yeah, that's great. It is. And they got a veteran quarterback. He gets the ball out of his hands. He's good. Well, unlike last week, we saw a lot of high school guys that have come in and gone through the program. Last week it was transfer U. 25 Division yeah. One transfers in the two deep. Completely different story this week, but a lot of talented guys who obviously have been in the system for a while. So we'll talk more about that. And we got Justin Larry coming up on the other side as well. One of the uh, bodies up front clearing the path for those running backs who are doing some remarkable things and what they're averaging per carry and per game. We'll get back to that after this. It's the Nathan Brown Show from Walk-Ons at Conway on Buzz 1067. You're listening to The Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, where everything is made from scratch, bringing Cajun cuisine to life. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin on the Buzz Radio Network. McElvain straight drop back, looking for a screen here, has his man Powell. Ten, outside of the five, into the end zone, touchdown Central Arkansas. They fell for that hook, line, and sinker. You saw a wave of Wildcats coming in, and McIlvain perfectly dumps it over the top. Bears go left side. There goes to Derek Powell. 20, 30, 40, one man to beat. 25, 20, 15, 10. They're not going to catch him. Touchdown, Central Arkansas. 91 yards. All right, welcome back to Walk-Ons in Conway, and I shortchanged to make it 95 officially. Yeah, so I'll, I'll close. Longest run in FCS football this year. Or longest play from scrimmage. Yeah, I read that today. Well, it's too bad you guys didn't get a penalty. Could have gotten backed up, done the 20-door set from the one-yard line. Yeah, I'll, I'll take 95. No doubt. That's pretty impressive. Well, again, I mean, look, you got uh, Shadera doing great things. Again, congrats to him. He was named the Offensive Player of the Week this week, and appropriately so. Second straight 200-yard game. 256, had a 95-yard touchdown run on 23 carries. Ridiculous. He's leading the country in yards per carry. Um, he's got six career 200-yard games now. It's just it's absolutely obscene. But, oh, by the way, Kylan James, six for 73 and a touchdown and 12.2 yards a carry for him. And Darius Hale's got a great per-carry average, too, and he got himself a touchdown on Saturday. So, Coach, how does that all happen? Strictly just because the running backs are great or maybe they're getting a little help? Well, those three guys have been blessed by God. I mean, let's let's be real here. So, 
they've got a talent level that you know is is, is a true blessing but but man it is about the guys up front i mean uh, you know justin sitting next to me right now i mean he's he's been been here and done that for a few years now and uh you know he's worked his worked himself off into being a, an all-conference caliber lineman and um you can't do it without guys like him and 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 not just the run side of it, but keeping Will 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 clean every Saturday. Um, you know that's the unsung heroes. Every single every single weekend is is those guys up front. Now Trey's done done right. Who's that? Trey is yeah. done with his. Yeah. you're finished. Yeah, he's this a senior. It. Yep. COVID, all the other. Unfortunately, everything else. Like he's like six year guy. I mean, it's forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Justin is a junior from Madison, Mississippi, and uh, he knows his way around walk-ons. He knows what to order. He's got a little spinach dip going, and then I saw. Uh, did I hear red beans and rice are coming in? Oh yes, sir. All right, that's good. So is. In Madison, Mississippi, we eat a lot of red beans. You guys do some Cajun food down there? Uh, yes, sir. Well, my mom, she has a good recipe for red beans and rice. And okay. I, just, I love red beans and rice. Yeah, no I doubt like about rice. it. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good. Well, you, we got to keep you beefed up. So you're playing at, you said, 295? Yes, sir. And that's where you, you like to be? Yes, sir. I can gain a little bit more, but uh, 295 is a good weight for me. How much did you weigh when you got to campus? My freshman year? Yes, sir. 258 pounds. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, my. When I first stepped on campus. They try to make you tight end when you got here? No, nah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 I can tell you this. Not with his not with his talent on the edge. But he's got no. good enough feet, right, to play uh, tight end? Absolutely. I don't know about his hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he might he might have something to say about that. But, yeah. no, he's, he's, he's a left tackle and uh, about as good as it gets in FCS. Well, listen, you guys are sitting at two and two, but you got a lot to be excited about, a lot to be really looking forward to here, I think, with this team. Uh, what has it been like for you opening holes for these running backs so far this year? It's a pretty, pretty magical start. Yes, sir, very good. Like, um, So just to know that if you do your job, everybody up front does their job, then the person behind you can score touchdowns, 95 yards. Like, that's unreal. Yeah. Do you go back and watch tape of, of the runs? I mean, you guys watch a lot of game film afterwards? Yes, sir, and it just it's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Shaderick needs a sliver. And next thing you know, he's gone. And then you got dudes, you know, like Kylan's beating guys out on the edge, and you got Darius running over dudes. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. You guys got a pretty good, uh, pretty good recipe mix there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, What's a way, way better recipe than it's. It's harder to make than red beans and rice. I think <laughs> what, what you guys are doing. Let's talk about Will a bit too. I mean, because Will is the one thing I've heard about from him is leadership, and that's yes, the sir. big thing that he's grown. And we all know he's got the ability out the out the uh, wazoo there. But well, what have you seen from him from a leadership standpoint? So he just talks to us like, uh, "Come on, y'all!" Like. We give him time, and he's gonna make something happen. And that's for both of us, for both him and the running backs. Like we give them time, we do our job, then they're gonna make it happen. Yeah, you know, we watched the Miami Dolphins do something we've really never seen before, scoring 70 points yesterday. And I'm not saying that, you know, we're the Miami Dolphins over here, but you guys do have the kind of talent yes, and the speed and the ability and the playmakers to to do that kind of thing. How, how has it been for for a lineman watching all this take place and being a part of that with the dynamic offense you guys could bring it's just uh inspirational i grew up um watching football all my life and i always wanted to be a part of a football team so to know that we can go out there and dominate every game is just very inspirational and i thank god for it what was your path to to from madison to here how, how did you get recruited who where else were you considered i mean what was it what, when did you become even aware of central arkansas uh so i had all juco uh colleges um in mississippi because that's like big in mississippi yeah and one of my best friends he actually played right tackle for us he got the offer here first and then uh coach saw his film and then he saw me through his film and he was like well we need a package deal we need both of them and he ended up going to missouri but i came i gotcha well that's good that's a that's a pretty nice deal that worked out okay yes sir what what are you studying here 
education. So it's I'm health promotion, but I want to be a football coach. Okay. Yes, sir. That's good. So these guys have not made you hate that profession. It's, oh, no. It must be must be a pretty good experience. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just to learn from one of the best and, you know, pick up their tendencies. And whenever, like, I've never seen Coach Brown down. Like, he's always wanted to encourage us. Yeah. So who all, who all of you coached, has coached you at line since you've been here? Just Coach Boykin. Okay, that's it. Yes, sir. All right. We had different GAs, but just Coach Boykin. Gotcha. Coach Hollinsworth. Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. So I, we haven't talked about him much. Coach Boykin does a lot of extra stuff. He's my guy I go to when, awesome. when we're doing logistics and I'm trying to figure out where we're going and how we're getting there, when we're getting there, what time I need to be there. And he's also coaching the line. What, what does he do? What do you like about him? He seems to be a pretty, pretty even-keel guy. Yes, sir. So he just takes what we need to do and then he um, slows it down for us and makes sure we have the proper steps, make sure we have the proper hand techniques to do what we need to do. Yeah. Growing up, I mean, everybody uh, kind of, I think most people at least grow up want to be a skill guy or do skill guy things. <laughs> yes, sir. At what point did you go, okay, I'm going to be a lineman? Like, did you make the, the, the turn? So when I uh, moved from Terry to Madison, my coach gave me a, a lineman number and he was like, here, just take it. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I didn't want to play, and then my mom was like, well, if you start something, you have to finish it. And then I ended up starting my 10th grade year, and then I just it's been there ever since. Were you always a tackle? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So what, what's the hardest thing about your job? Don't give up any pressures. Um, it's a lot of it's – a, it's a mental game. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't make the right step and then you get beat on a play, just go to the next play and, you know, say, I'm going to dominate this play. Yeah. What's been the best experience for you so far as far as travel goes? I get to watch movies because I never have time. I'm always doing homework. Yeah. How about of the venues you've been to so far? Obviously, going to a cool one this week. Mm -hmm. What's been the best venue? What's the place you've enjoyed playing at the most? Uh, Well, I like playing at Ole Miss last year because that's where I'm from. And just to see that type of environment and that crowd. Um, I also like playing North Dakota State because, like, we're playing in a dome. You don't really see that. So. Would you rather play in, like, 95 or 55? The number? Temperature. Degrees. Oh, temperature? Cold. Cold weather. You like cold? cold. Oh, yeah. cold weather. Are you sure you're from Mississippi? I don't buy that. Come on now. Yeah, but cold. he's a fat guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not that fat. Not fat enough, I don't think so. I mean, we're going to put a few more pounds on you. Yes, sir. That's interesting. I would not have expected that. Well, um, down, like, in Mississippi, like, when you're playing in cold weather, that means you're in the playoffs. That means it's you're cold. winning. Like, it's time to go. Well, guess what? This is going to be the week because it's going to be a lot cooler this yep. week than what we've been facing. Yes, sir. What? Let me last thing here. What, uh, what are you doing to get ready for the altitude? Um, drink a lot of water. Hydrate. Yep. A liquid IV is my best friend. I like liquid IVs. I do, too. I'm with you. Yep. Probably not for the same reason you're drinking them. <laughs> anyway, hey, good luck this week. I appreciate you coming on. We'll see you out there. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Very good. That's Justin Larry. Great stuff. Got an awesome first name too. Besides, yeah, a great name. I mean, come on. Anyway, it's uh, it's gonna be a good trip. I'm excited about it. And you know, we'll we'll talk more about uh, kind of the preparation for this week, Coach. Obviously, you don't want to harp on that too much because yeah. you don't want to get anybody's focus off of what the the yeah. goal is. Obviously, and that's trying to push around the Thunderbirds. Yeah. How about that? Never great. played never played against a Thunderbird before. It's a great mascot. That's pretty cool. We'll be back here at Nathan Brown Show from Walk Ons and Conway. Stay with us. Go purple, go gray, go UCA. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show on the Buzz Radio Network, coming to you live from Walk-On Sports Bistro and Conway, a great place to take the family or catch the game. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin. Hail again, and he got whacked at the goal line, but they're going to give him a touchdown. He paid for it. 
but he paid in full. Touchdown, Central Arkansas. All right, the physical running of Darius Hale paying off for six on Saturday against Abilene Christian as the Bears again rolled a victory, and it is about time to turn the page from that 52-17 to win, Coach. Before we move on and start talking a little bit more about Southern Utah and that trip, wanted to heap a little praise on the special teams too. Yes. Uh, Jay Gaster, 7-7 seven seven on the PATs and a career long, at least at the Division One level, 44. I watched him on tape kicking some 50-plus yarders when he was in JUCO, one of the best in the in the business at that level. Yep. And uh, the good thing is about kickers, it translates. Yeah, and, and, and we got total confidence. What you see Jake Gaster do in practice, uh, you see just the, the, the unreal potential he has. And um, that was a great kick the other night. I mean, kind of mishit it. We, our timing was a little off, but, man, for us to be able to knock that 44-yard uh, gives him confidence, gives me confidence, um, gives our whole special teams unit confidence. I thought uh, Kyle Gasway had a big a big tackle on punt uh, down the field. I mean, amazing. Uh, and, and a big momentum part of the game. I mean, that, the game was still kind of back and forth early in the game. And uh, for your deep snapper to get down there, and most people are going to unaccount their deep snapper. I mean, he, he goes down there and makes a great tackle. And then, and then obviously on punt, we get a, we get a turnover. I mean, we, we, Coach Scott was saying all week we thought that guy could muff it, and he muffed it right into uh, – Ike's hand, and, and uh, Ike was gr- did a great job getting on top of it. Thought our kickoff unit did great again. Um, you didn't have many chances on KOR, um, which which is what it is. We don't want many chances on KOR. Yeah. Um, but, but look, it's uh, you know, special teams have been a weapon. I think we won that won that battle last week. Defense, seven tackles for loss and three sacks in this one. And uh, let's talk a little bit about it. I, I was mentioned a moment ago, I mean, this is a Thunderbirds team that has one sack allowed all year. So while I only watched a little bit of tape from the Davis game, Obviously, their quarterback is getting out pretty quick. Yeah, he he he, he is, and, and it's impressive. He's a he's a, a, a on and off four year starter. I mean, guy that's going to be close yeah. to you know eight to ten thousand yards career passing yards when he gets done. Uh, they've got uh, quick twitch receivers. You know, last week we played big receivers, six three, six four guys, really you know not real quick. These guys are going to be a little more Gerard Barnes, a little more Christian Richmond, a little more quick in and out of their breaks. Yep. And, and the quarterback does a great, great job getting it to them. So um, that's it. That, look, it's you know for them to only give up one sack through four games and playing two power five opponents, I mean, that's impressive. So, yeah. um, you know, I know Abilene going into last week, I think it only given up one sack. And, we, we you know, we were able to, you know, get three on him, I think, the other night and, and, and obviously had him under pressure most of the night. Uh, hopefully we can do that again this week with this guy. Yeah, their leading receiver, Zach Mitchell, 5'11", 200. That sounds just like yep. a Gerard Barnes type of player. and. And watching him on tape, pretty impressive young man from Boston. I don't know how you get from Boston to Southern Utah, Coach. They've got players from all over. Yeah, there's no doubt. Well, I like the fact that they built it through high school, too. I mean, it it is a little bit concerning, but it is the nature of the beast, too, to see, you know, a roster that is largely made up of uh, all transfers. But, I mean, there's more than one way to do it, obviously, and and what you guys are doing is certainly working. Let's get a thought on the the, uh, UAC from last weekend. Obviously, you guys win your opener. There weren't a lot of conference games. Maybe the most intriguing game of the weekend was Eastern Kentucky hosting Southeast Missouri, a top 25 team. And those are two teams you're going to play later in the year, one conference, one non-conference. And it was a war. And Eastern Kentucky ends up coming out, you know, one for the conference there. That's that's one we had an eye on. Obviously, in the next couple weeks, we'll play both of those teams. Uh, Obviously, we know what SEMO is. I mean, they're a top 20 team. Uh, At least the last couple years, EKU is a top 25 caliber team. We know that. Um, just a battle. I mean, that's two explosive offenses, two opportunistic defenses. We know that. Uh, and it went up to the final final play, right? I mean, uh, Eastern Kentucky was able to 
knock down a field, long field goal to win the game as time expired. That was big for the UAC Conference. Beat, a, beat Ohio Valley Conference team like that, I think, picked to win that conference. So that's a, that's a big win for our conference. Uh, you know, Austin P and, and Stephen F. Austin was another conference game that went down to the wire. I think P ended up winning at 22-20. to 20. Yep. You know, SFA was up 20-7, to 7 and, you know, Austin P chopped away, chopped away, and ended up getting a safety late to uh, to seal the win. So, uh, you know, it's a, I, I've been pleased with our conference. And, it, and the more you look at it and you really break it down, it's been an impressive start to the year. Um, for the UAC, I mean, there's, I mean, Tarleton's winning. I mean, you see what North Alabama's competing every single week with yeah. great teams. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be interesting as the as the year goes on to see who kind of shakes this thing out. Yeah, you mentioned that you know the trip to Utah this week, and it'll be a first trip to Utah for a lot of guys on this trip. Um, but to have them and then Utah Tech, I mean, it's a, it is a little bit strange for the conference footprint, but it is a unique opportunity, obviously. And, and we, let me ask you about the altitude thing, and then I'm going to drop it. I'm not going to talk about the rest yeah. of the week. I don't want guys thinking about it too much, but uh, how do you factor that in without making it really too much of a thought process for the guys? I mean, look, we've all, I mean, for those of us who have at least gone skiing and stuff, I mean, there is a shortness of breath and there's an adjustment period. Once you're kind of used to it, not a huge deal, but, and you guys are playing in, you know, 15 second bursts at a time, but what, what do you guys do to get ready? Well, we're conscious of it. I mean, you have to be. And, and we, like, like I've told our coaches, like, and you just said, I don't want to make it a bigger deal than it has to be. I don't necessarily want to change our routine or how we practice and, and all those things, but we are being conscious of hydration. You've heard both of my players say that already because we're already harping on that. Mm-hmm. You know, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate with water. Put your electrolytes in your body. Carb load up. We need to carb up all week. Um, that's going to be important. We're going to add a few meals to their mix this week. Um, there's just some things that we're going to try to try to get on get, get, get ahead of that maybe will help us when we get out there. Um, but I don't want to change what we do. I mean, I, I said this earlier today. You know, football teams and players are kind of like cattle. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you divert them off their routine or off their track. Uh, you can really create chaos. And yeah. I, so I don't want to do that. I want to just stay, stick to who we are, what we do, um, but be conscious of it. And obviously, um, you know, drinking's easy. Let's drink some water and, and make sure that our body feels good with fluid. Oh, don't I know it. Uh, Steve Owens, our uh, sideline guru, did a little research for us today. Uh, I don't know what he does all day, Coach, but apparently I had time to look this up. He's top-notch. This will be the highest elevation that the, the program's ever played at, 58-46 above sea level. Boulder, 54-30. And your I team, wouldn't have thought that. I yeah, me either. That. Your team did a heck of a job over there. Uh, Bozeman, Montana, 48-17. Pocatello, didn't, didn't have any issues there. Didn't realize it there, really. Uh, Portales, New Mexico. I didn't make that trip. That was before my time. Yeah. Uh, and then Missoula. We'll, we'll, we'll have some oxygen on the sideline as well. Yeah. Uh, guy gets a long run or – or whatever it is, and needs to needs to create, you know, get you know get, get get their breath back. We'll have some oxygen takes on the sideline just just for that 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 factor. But uh, you're not it, trying to keep Shunderick from going 95, though, right? You're okay with it? <laughs> hey, we'll get moxie when he comes over. He'll go 95, and and then we'll we'll, we'll put Darius in and let him punch it in. I'll there you go. That. I like that. Uh, we got the beef report coming up here in just a second. We're about to take our final break. We'll come back and hit that. Uh, get a little bit more on the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. You look at one and three, but it's a little bit. Uh, misleading when you look at who they played. Again, two FBS opponents already, and not many teams at our level are playing two FBS opponents at Arizona State, at BYU to start the season. Then they go to a top 20 UC Davis team in the third week. They finally got off the schneid as they pulled away in the second half against the Leathernecks of Western Illinois, 37-17. So they're playing a little confidence now after getting that first big win of the season, I'm sure, as well. Yeah, not just two FBS teams, but two Power 5 teams. I mean, and obviously, you know, people around here know how good BYU is. Um, so that, that that's, a, that's a tough schedule. And, and 
And and and that's 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 FCS football though. I mean, look, we got to play money games. That's part of part of the gig. Um, you know, you're going to play some tough non-conference games when you're trying to, you know, prep yourself for the conference season and and, and, and position yourself for the for the playoff battle. So, you know, we're, we're battle tested as well. Um, you know, we got we got a good win last week, and just like they did, uh, you know, it's what makes it more more concerning than anything is just the trip. This is a, this is a scary trip, and and it's one we're we're definitely concerned about, but we're going to definitely respect it. But we're going over there to win the football game, no doubt about it. All right, we'll talk more about the Thunderbirds and the Bears as we wrap up the Nathan Brown Show. Appreciate Todd Pierce back in the studio doing a great job for us. We'll be back, grab a highlight on the way out, and uh, get a little more on the Thunderbirds. A two minute drill coming up as well. They're going to play action and roll right. McIlvain looking, nowhere to go. Throws late in the back of the end zone. Touchdown for the first time this season, Gerard Barnes. We're talking Bear football tonight on the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and broadcasting live from their location at 955 South Amity Road. Kyler will be the running back sitting there behind, and he'll get the handoff left side. Can he beat him to the corner? He absolutely can. Four yards and a cloud of dust. Kyler James has helped the Bears extend the lead, and they have put this one out of reach. Well, it wasn't actually any dust, but it was impressive. Kylan James, uh, let's not forget how speedy he is. We talk a lot about Powell and the power of Darius Hale, but my goodness, uh, Kylan is just a great all-around player coach. Again, very effective in the pass game, and I mean receiving, not in throwing it. But we did see a little wrinkle this week and a little extra to prepare for for Southern Utah. Didn't necessarily have to pull it out, but uh, I know it's something you guys have been working on. We call it Wild Bear. You guys call it? Mustang. Your Mustang package. Yeah. Got a bunch of bunch of Mustangs running around out there. Well, and, and and that was a strategic move. That's something we've been working on for really since camp. I mean, uh, getting all three of those guys in the back back backfield and then direct snapping it to to, to KP and um, you know he's he's such a good football player. He's got a background where he played some quarterback and yep. um, he's just he's just so savvy and so um, you know we kind of made the decision. You know we didn't necessarily we had the game out of reach there. Um, you know what we felt was out of reach going into the fourth quarter, but. That's good to get that on on tape. And one thing we thought about was, man, let's do this versus some live bullets. We do it a lot in practice. Yeah. We do it a lot versus air. Um, let's do it in. Let's do it against a real, you know, a real defense that's coming hard and all those things. And I thought they executed it very well. Well, we are the smartest guys in the world, but we kind of thought along those same lines. You know, just something else to prepare for, and uh, you know, give the defensive coordinators that you're going to face down the road here something else to think about because uh, there was already enough as if they weren't losing sleep anyway. Uh, all right, let's talk about this trip. Listen, Southern Utah might be the best one and three team in America on the FCS level, especially when you look at how they're battle tested. Just beat a winless Western Illinois team, 37-17. Their quarterback efficient, 24-35, 242, a couple of touchdowns. Did throw a couple of picks, and they only averaged 2.7 yards per carry. So good job by Western Illinois against their run game. You guys were really effective against the run last week. What was the key to stopping these guys on the, on the ground? Well, I you know, I thought last week we may have had our best night of the year to this point of really shocking shedding blocks. I mean, you saw Logan Jessup at times at the point attack really throw off a defensive lineman. Coach Davis and, and Coach Ashburn do a great job in individual drills, really working the technique of, man, you, you've got to get off blocks. I mean, look, the, the, the linebackers, the safeties can't always make us right. 
we need our defensive line to be playmakers. I thought our defensive line played great the other night. I mean, they were they were controlling line of scrimmage, but not just controlling line of scrimmage. They were making plays. They were plugging it up. They yeah. were really if, – if, if they were extending the play, they were spreading it out. You know, they were making it go side to side. So uh, we've got to do the same thing this week. We've got to whip box. I mean, look – Southern Utah is going to have some players. They're going to have a they're going to have a good, quick offensive line, a little more athletic than what we saw last week in Abilene. Uh, so it's going to take great effort on those guys' part. And really, uh, Demetrius Charles, Golday, uh, Darren Davenport made some big plays last week. Some of those guys, uh, Kendarius Moore, they got to keep they got to keep playing at a high level if we want to keep stopping the run. Uh, Miller, their quarterback. We talked about the poise that you guys have gotten uh, from Will McIlvain. It's been awesome to see this year. But 32 career starts. This is a guy that's been there, done that. It has had a lot of experience. We talked about Mitchell, their leading receiver. It's their first conference game, so I'm sure it's one of their second home game, too. They're going to be very excited out there to host you guys. Uh, what do you know about their head coach? It's his second year there, 5-6 and six last year, about his history, his background. I know he came from maybe a lower-level school before. Yeah, he was, at a, he was at a D2 program, I think, in the northeast part of the country. Uh, had success there. Was their all-time leading, co- leading uh, winning his coach there in their program history. Got the Southern Utah job, and obviously he's done a great job there in a quick, quick short amount of time. Uh, you know, I saw where, you know, they had five wins last year. I think that, that was the most wins they had had in that program in, in probably five or six years. So um, he's got them trending in the right direction. I have a lot of respect for him. Got to know him a little bit at the head coach's meetings. Uh, met him a couple different times. And uh, just a hard-nosed old-school coach. He gets his players disciplined. They play hard, extremely hard. I think they recruit well. You mentioned all the high school talent that they have. They're going to look more like us. Um, they're not going to be, you know, you looked at Abilene, you over 6'5", across the board, 6'4", receivers. They're going to look more like us. They're going to look a little more lean, a little more athletic, a little more quick twitch. Um, so, it's you know, it's going to be like looking in the mirror a little yeah. bit. And uh, and I would imagine they've got to recruit similar to us. I would imagine that they can't live in Utah and recruit just out of their state. I mean, we've got to do the same thing. We've got players from 18 different states, and that that's that's just a testament to how, how widespread you can recruit now with technology, and I think they've done a great job of that. They, uh, as I mentioned, only allowed one sack all season, which is one of the more impressive stats I've seen from them. Defensively, they've been really stingy, only allowing 26 points a game, 2.4 yards per rush, which is top 10 in the FCS. Great rushing defense. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and, look, something's got to give. I mean, we're we're the top rushing offense as of right now in the UAC. They're the top rushing defense right, as of right now in the UAC. And so what, some, something has to give. What kind of front? What do they do defensively? They're, they're basing a four-down front, but they'll jump into three-down. Uh, they're very attacking. Their linebackers are downhill. Uh, maybe the best two linebackers we've faced to date, um, you know, in six and number 22, both very productive. Both both have made, have made a lot of tackles. Um, just an impressive front. You know, their front seven's impressive. They've got a couple ends that are twitchy, uh, very similar. I don't want to ever put anybody in the same ballpark as D-Walk, but very similar yeah. uh, to that twitch. Um, so it's not going to be the same type deal. They're quick on their on their on their stunts. Uh, they move the front uh, to keep you honest. Uh, it's going it's going to take discipline on our point, and then and then really when we get our hands on them, we got to drive them back. Yeah, they've got four players with three tackles for loss or more, and their leaders Conor Colomore. That's number six you were talking about, Coach. Twenty six tackles, four and a half for loss, and he's got a sack and a half as well. All right, let's dive into our two minute drill, and we'll wrap things up here from walk ons this week. Be back next week to recap this one. Hopefully, Bears get to two and zero in conference play. Uh, we saw, I don't know if you heard, because that's all they talked about on the game yesterday, but Taylor Swift was at the Chiefs game oh, wow. yesterday, Coach. Oh, wow. Maybe you didn't know that. You were busy. No, I did. I, I, did, I did see that. But okay. I, I, I know Trey I thought, knew that because he's a big Chiefs guy. So I, thought he knew. The, I thought it was a rumor. Well, listen, they were beating the Bears so bad. That was the most interesting thing about the game. Yeah. Anyway, if you were going to have a celebrity at the next home game for the Bears on the Stripes, who would it be? You Tom know Brady. The you can't have Tom Brady. Somebody what? else. That's a celebrity that's not an athlete. How about that? Man, that's 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 wrong. Uh, man, celebrity that's not an athlete. 
Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, like, a Denzel Washington, okay. something like that. A, that'd be a, good. An actor that's done sports movies. You I know? like that. Yeah, I saw Vince Vaughn on uh, Game Day. Ooh, he was Vince phenomenal. He was great yeah. on Game Day. He was he was very good with his picks. All right, you're about to go to Utah. How many states have you been in? Man, I was thinking about that, actually. I haven't been to Utah. Yep. I've been across the whole West Coast. I've been Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, uh, Montana, Idaho, so Utah. I mean, I, I, I would think around 30, 20, okay. 28, 30 range. I need to sit down and count it up for I know, I need, too. I need to do that. I was thinking about that today. All right, so we're going to be at elevation. If you're going to go to the mountains, would you rather go for hiking or rafting or skiing and sledding? Skiing and sledding. I don't want to hike. Okay. You I like skiing. Yeah. But, uh, eat, yeah, rafting. Is, I mean, uh, skiing and sledding easily. That's it? Okay. Le- le- yeah, easily. All right. I know a lot of people who go to the I don't want to summertime. Work. I don't want to work. I Hiking's it. work. Well, skiing is kind of rough, too. Ah, but you're going downhill. <laughs> That's your point. Uh, what are you best at, pool, dart, shuffleboard, or foosball? I'm pretty. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at uh, shuffleboard. Okay. I, I got good touch. I got. That is true. I, I saw touch. that. Uh, all right, we're going to hold it there. That's good enough. Yeah. Good work. He scored in, in under two minutes. What's new? Awesome. Uh, all right, Coach. Well, listen, uh, great luck this week. It's going to be a fun trip. Can't wait. Let's get to 2-0 in conference play, and we'll come back and recap it next week. Yep, big week for us. Looking forward to it. All right, thanks to Justin and Trey. That was great stuff from those guys, and uh, we appreciate you tuning in today. Again, don't forget, we're streaming these shows as well on uh, YouTube, the Athletic Department YouTube, my YouTube, and my Twitter account, at JustinAnkery7, if you want to watch in addition to listening. But we appreciate you tuning in the Nathan Brown Show every Monday, walk-ons. Join you next week at 7 o'clock. Thanks to Todd Pierce back in the studio. And uh, don't forget, game time on Saturday is at 7 o'clock Central. We'll kick things off on our end at 6 p.m. Good night, everybody. The Nathan Brown Show has been presented live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and brought to you in part by Moik's RV, Fairfield Inn & Suites, HD Roofing & Construction, Highland Dairy, and La Quinta Inn & Suites Conway. One zero six seven Buzz 2. Now... You won't miss a thing. KBZU Little Rock.